See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Oh my gosh. Hey, this is Slow Robot A Go-Go. We missed a week and it feels like we missed a million years. You watched a lot of movies. Yeah, though. listen, uh, so, sorry for missing that week, listeners. Uh, you know, things came up. Uh, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown had to return to the crypt to take care of some uh, business, as we should say. Yeah, business. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and uh, and who the hell are we? It's a slow road with a go-go. Big show number 113. Very ominous. 13. Yes. The evil lucky 13. Uh, my name is Mao. With me, as always, the man with the plan from Parts Unknown. The master of disaster. The man with the plan. <laughs> Dr. Morbius. <laughs> from Parts Unknown. You think you have enough nicknames? Yeah, uh, yeah. Alone. Boom. Ah, Yes. We are the podcast dedicated to reviving and talking about uh, and popularizing, again, misbegotten, forgotten, cast-aside movies, B through Z grade, from the past. You think we're going to be popularizing them? <laughs> no. <laughs> we try, though. We try. Yes, well, but I digress. So, yeah, so... There you have it. Um, if you want to check us out, go to slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. That is the blogosphere where uh, I'll post goofy stuff that doesn't make it to the uh, iTunes and Stitcher le- you know, uh, feeds and general musings about things. You can check us out on Facebook. Uh, you can go to bunchofdorks.com. There's going to be three different kinds of podcasts. Long-running ones that are great. The top button, Slow Robot Go Go. The middle button is two-dimension podcast. I believe that has no direction. It has absolutely no direction. Absolutely no direction whatsoever. But thanks to me and Don. But it is very uh, comic book centric. So if you want to check out the written funny book pages, then that's the place to be. Or the third one is bunch of dorks. That is a uh, just kind of a meandering talk, mostly music thing about nothingness. That's what I got going on. How about you, Dr. Morbius? What do you got going on, brother? Well, I got the two-dimension thing, which is the comic book podcast where we talk about comics and um, all sorts of comic book-related things. Cool. And I got Destination Nightmare where I pod... Where I pod... Yeah, I do podcasts on there, too. We just did one. And I pray and I, and I put... And I... Uh, ugh. I've got comic books that I put on there, and you can read them for free. How's that? Nice. You know, I, can't, I can't speak today. Uh, who was... Uh, who did the podcast with you? Don King Don. Nice. Yeah. What'd you guys yeah. talk about? We talked about uh, about an hour and fifteen yeah. minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about music. We've been doing a lot of music shows, so we did. We did some. Oh, that's we talked cool. about live music. Live. Oh, you know, live very stuff. cool. Yeah, so. Yes. So there you have it. All kinds of entertainment right at your fingertips. If you're sitting there in the cubicle farms of the of the United States or other countries, yeah. and you want to escape mentally as you're clicking away on the little buttons, then click on our podcast and listen to them. And then write us emails saying that we you like us. And that'd be awesome. Or send us a letter. There's snail mail. <laughs> yeah. Just well, put Slow Robot a go-go. And know, then just throw, throw it. A, and then put it in a bottle and throw it in the ocean. And yeah, it'll, it'll get to it'll us. It'll get to us eventually. Uh, but yes, you can write us uh, an email at Z-E-N-B-O-N-E at Hotmail.com if you want to. But no one ever writes. Give well, us a request. Sometimes you will write, but not not often. Send us a request. Okay. And if you're a hot chick, send us your picture. <laughs> Sans clothes, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. So what have you watched this week, Dr. Morbius? Or these weeks? Oh, my God. Weeks. Actually, yeah, I did watch a movie, but... Well, I'll talk to you about this on, 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 the, uh, on the break, but I do want to talk about... At some point, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but at any rate... <laughs> you know what? Now, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is interesting. I've had a very good feeling about it, but as I've kind of addressed it in my mind over the months and years since I've left... I went there like a year ago, yeah. whatever. And as I started picking it apart and dissecting it a little bit, I started having really a lot more questions than I should. Like, uh-huh. why is there really Franklin in there? And why, yeah. why is Run DMC like... At first, I was like, oh, that's cool. But then I, as the months have worn on, I'm like, why the hell are they put those people there instead of, like, other people? 
My, my, like, my question is, why are kids such douchebags? Yeah, that is a good question. <laughs> that's, that's my question. First of all, I like the band, but they're primarily a gimmick. And then all of a sudden they get put into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and they act like douchebags. Yeah, why, that was, you guys? That was why? pretty weird. That was I mean, that's just like totally like maybe you shouldn't have put them in there, you know? Yeah. Maybe you should have put somebody like Deep Purple or Free oh or some other band from the 70s that, you know, had better Deep musicians. Deep not in they, there? They're not in there. Free with Paul Rogers is not in there. There's a bunch of bands. Yes is not in there. There's a bunch of bands. And as much as I think Kiss should be in there, I think they need to act like gentlemen. And if they inducted the original four members, then it's the four members who go up there and play and shut your fucking mouths up and get your asses in gear. There you have it. Yeah. So what movie did you watch? I watched a very special movie. <laughs> Sorry. We went off on like a little tear, but I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, go Yeah, because it really pisses me off. It also pisses me off that Peter Gabriel couldn't show up for the Genesis reunion, but he will show up for his own reunion with his own band. Uh, you know, I just, just these rock and roll guys, they just they have these like petty grievances, you know. It's like, grow up, people. Anyway, that's be, my yeah, take be, on be it. Be a bigger part. Of yeah, be a be, be a bigger man, okay? You know, for one night, get rid of your differences, you prima donnas or whatever. Yeah. Your 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 genre is like dying out anyway. See, that's what that's interesting because that's going to be my topic for BOD. Is it really this, this week? No, not not the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but uh, taking the high road. Yes. And the pain of doing so, like yes. on a consistent basis, but. That's a different podcast. Anyway. That, that's the next one we're doing. So go ahead. Anyway. What did you watch? Anyway. Um, what did I watch? I watched a really nice movie. It was on Netflix. It's called The Cycle Savages. <laughs> I, I like biker movies because, you know, they have all the nice elements that we all love, like misogyny and rape and, like, hatred of the establishment. That and one's a bad one. Isn't it's got. Did you watch it? I, at all? I saw that one. It was Bruce Dern. And Bruce Dern is just a great bad guy. Yes, he he's is. Just, he's, you love to hate him. And it's got, and I was surprised that it had Melody Patterson from um, uh, F Troop in there, in the, in the Naked. So that was a plus. And Casey Kasem, the DJ, is in there. And it was just like, I don't know. It was like six, it's from '68. It's kind of like, it's not as bad. I mean, there's a lot of implied badness in it, mm-hmm, not shown. Mm-hmm. You know, but sometimes when you imply the badness, it's sometimes worse. Yeah, it is. That yeah. that one's a weird one in that like. All the choppers are kind of like Hondas. Yes, that you're right. You're and, right. And, yeah. and and I was like, what the hell? Like, like ch- biker gangs in the early in the fifties, especially, didn't have to be Harleys. Like now, like now, yeah, basically now they they're do. all Harleys or they're the crotch rockets. Back and then, it was whatever you could get a hold. It of. It was whatever you could get a hold of. Like yeah. there'd be a guy driving an Indian, then there's a guy driving a Honda, and you're like, all right. And they just chopped them and did whatever. You know, it wasn't so conform. Yeah, conform or be not included, kind of thing. You know. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's true. You know, it, it was it's a low budget movie, of course, American International Pictures. Yeah. But um, it's it, it kept my attention, so I you know I got I got to give it a thumbs up, and I I think it did. Did we ever do Werewolves on Wheels in that? <laughs> yes, show? we did. because uh, I, I <laughs> that was I, one of our first ones we did together. I think was it really? I think so. Yeah. I'd love to do another biker movie because they're so wrong. I know, but so no, right. We did CC and Company too. Then oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> but that's like a Joe Namath. Uh, that was for the NFL. Uh, <laughs> on the Velathon, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. What else did you watch? That's it. That's man. it. That's uh, it. Well, buckle in. Because, oh, my God, I have, like, a thousand. Okay, the She-Wolves she Wolves of the Wasteland mm. was the first one I watched. Eh, it was, like, an 80s me. Uh, the Muppet Movie. I watched that, and that was the... The, the, the Muppet Movie is the first, uh, like, the, the re-release of them. Like, Disney got them now as a property, and... Well, they've had them for a long time. But they're, they're starting to make movies again. They're starting to... Bring them back. So it wasn't the old Muppet movie. It was the new Muppet movie. But it was good. Um, let's see. Damn it. Holy crap, I can't read my writing. Oh, no. <laughs> well, okay, I'm just going to I'm gonna have to skip this just, one. Just make Muppet movies. Uh, no, Project Moonbase is one I watched. Okay, that's a boring movie. Oh, so Courageous yeah. Cat and Minute Mouse. That's oh, the what cartoons, the, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Boy. Were those on Netflix? No, oh, uh, the discs. I got him. I had the Netflix disc. I like the theme song. Yeah, That's I cheap I animation. didn't realize how bad those were, and I watched him. I was like, "Yeah, I can delete the rest of those discs off no, of my but list." But, but I, I have a special fondness for those. I I, think I did too, but I shouldn't have watched them. I should have just kept the memory of 
Oh, like, you watched them when you were a kid. I loved them when I was a kid. Yeah, that was uh, like one of my favorites ever. And then I watched them now. I was like, ooh. Was Bob Kane involved in that? The creator of Batman? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 All right. Then I watched the one for this week. Then I watched uh, Project Moonbase, which was, eh, was good. Uh, the Darkest Hour. Then I watched one called Attila. That was uh, forgetful. Uh, then I watched one called The Punk Singer. Now, this was very... This is a documentary. This is a very interesting documentary. Because I didn't know much about this woman. Catherine Hanna. Kathleen Hanna. Oh, yeah, she was... Bikini, oh, bikini Kill. No, but she was involved with that, that Daniel Johnson who, like... Look anyway, talk about it. Okay, so so she she was she started Bikini Kill, and then she was also in La Tigre. Yeah, and she was a fem she was the feminist movement of uh, uh, the punk rock feminist movement. Um, and this is something I don't really know. I don't understand the feminist movement. Um, I like they're like they're not man haters per se, but they kind of are. And they're not like like I understand like I guess I have a real tough time with the feminist movement, only because I don't understand it. I've never been misogynistic, I've ne- like I I've never really been like that, so I don't understand why you would hate me, like being lumped. I I just there's a lot of there's a lot I don't get about it, and and I understand being proud of being white or black or female or male, but not to the point where I hate everyone but whites or blacks or females. Was she particularly or males. hateful in this? Uh... She wasn't. She wasn't, and I think that's part of it. She get like it gets misunderstood, or she gets misunderstood. But she all she also was very insightful, like inciting riots, kind of pro women, and you know, I don't know. It was really strange. And then, um, because she just stopped performing, and what happened was she actually had Lyme disease, or she a spider ha- or something no, from a tick. From a tick, yeah. So she had it and untreated for like six to eight years, and then oh. she was like lost her voice, and she was losing. She's kind of um, really in a bad way, and they didn't. They, nobody knew what it was. So then finally, she she's been getting treated, but um, and she's she's married to that guy from um, the Beastie Boys. She is. I yeah, yeah. But and hmm. so it was just um, it was very good, and it was very enlightening. I didn't know anything about them or her you know um it was fun you if know it, if it's on youtube i mean youtube well, yeah. it might be on youtube no no it it's might on, be on netflix it's on also. netflix see if there's you can find a documentary called and they're called the devil and daniel johnson daniel johnson was a singer songwriter this kind of like quirky kid that started out in the early 80s mm. and and he started out he was kind of quirky and twitchy but you know he wrote some cool songs but he developed uh bipolar disorder and he got worse and worse but he's still a songwriter he's still kind of a good songwriter a bit a strange one but she was involved with him and he's got a he's got an interesting story uh-huh. of like songwriting and battling mental illness and all that stuff mm-hmm. it's a good story like Sid Barrett kind of I mean well I mean yeah, Sid Barrett was yeah. at, like drugs but also he was he had a he yeah was, he, he, he was schizo. he was off the charts man then I watched one that I can't believe I didn't watch before now I watched one called Dale and Tucker versus Evil this is a really funny movie this is a really good movie I hadn't watched it, and I don't know why. Um, it's I, I'm gonna watch this many, many times. It's it's very funny. It's just all a kind of a, it's it's almost like misconceptions based on on a stereotypes kind of thing, you know. But but it, it's 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 I laughed so much. It was such a great movie. I I couldn't I couldn't uh, stop laughing during it. Then I tried to watch Cowboys vs. Aliens, but um, the disc was damaged and jumping around, so I had to send that back. Um, so I'll watch that for next week. Then I did a big robot twofer. I watched Robot Jocks, which is that Harryhausen we one. We did that. And then I watched Pacific Rim right after it, which was the modern My interpretation God. of robot of big giant you know things. And uh, man with the <laughs> oh, then I watched Man with the Iron Fist. Okay. Then I watched uh, Kill Bill Volume One, the good one. Uh, okay, that was it. That's a lot. That was a lot. It was a very good two weeks. Uh, I probably watched something else, but I can't remember right now. I, actually, I've been watching a lot of it's. I think you do too. I've been watching a lot of uh, on YouTube a lot of instructional things, and it's pretty. Oh yeah. 
it's pretty interesting. A lot of art and drawing and stuff. You know, it's, it's very interesting to see how people draw, how they draw mm -hmm. differently from you and how they draw similarly than you. And and it's funny to see them and watch them and get some tips. And but I've also been watching guitar. Guitar. Yeah, I can't <laughs> talk today. German. Gistar. That's German guitar, right? Yeah. Guitar. Yeah. You play guitar. See how. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of guitar tutorials, and they're kind of interesting. I'm working on the Batman theme right oh, now. That's awesome. And I've been doing the Monsters theme. <laughs> there you we, go. We should, like, we should, like, we should do a duo. Jam. We should start jamming and just, just do nothing but TV themes. I would still be on board with no, that. That, that. That Batman theme hurt my finger, though. <laughs> <laughs> nice. i got to come back tomorrow with it, but I think I got it. It's very it's very odd, the... um. Because I, I do watch a lot of like tutorials on YouTube. Yeah. Even if I know how to do something, I just kind of will brush up on it. Or uh -huh, I, you know, yeah. and I'm just... And some of them are so bad, and some of them are some so... Some of them are bad, yeah. And some are good, and then... And you're just like, what the hell, man? Like, sometimes you're watching, you're like, what's wrong with this guy? You know, or what's wrong with this person? The worst thing where the guy goes, and here's my rendition of, like, here comes the sun, and he sounds like Cheech singing, you know, like, here comes the sun, you know, and I'm going like, oh... Hey, you don't gotta be good, man. You just gotta be like a punk, man. Yeah. We can do that. Oh, yeah. Nice. All right, let's go to some trailers, and then when we come back, we're gonna be doing our top ten list. And this is like so meta, it's meta, dude. Like, I'm meta. whoa. And one time at band camp? Ladies and gentlemen, there are two movies being shown in this area that we sincerely would like to warn you about. The titles, The Gruesome Twosome and Something Weird. These are without exception the bloodiest, goriest motion pictures ever produced. If you are the least bit squeamish, do not attempt to see them. We have told you about many horror movies that you probably got a big kick out of, but these are different. If you are at all impressionable, don't see them. If you have an impressionable teenager, under no circumstances let him or her see it. Absolutely no children will be admitted. Both of these films are in color, which even makes the horror more horrible. We are sincere in warning you about these movies. The titles again are Gruesome, Twosome, and Something Weird, and they are honestly the goriest films ever produced. See them if you must. But we wanted you to know what to expect. These are the sounds of six feet of silver death. In the hands of the dragon, it becomes the ultimate weapon of defense. The Dragon is back in the greatest martial arts film of all time, Blood of the Dragon. The action is non-stop as one man, one weapon, are pitted against an incredibly powerful army of ruthless killers. Blood of the Dragon introduces to the screen Asia's superstar Wang Yu, king of the martial arts. With incredible movements, lightning fast hands, he can handle anything, no matter how deadly. Wang Yu never uses a double because no one can do what he does. Don't miss this spectacular film packed with explosive action and ending in the most exciting battle ever seen. Blood of the Dragon. There'll never be another like it. Rated R. Hey. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Every show. Every show I play that most annoying sound in the world clip. <laughs> I gotta! <laughs> I love it. That's like one of my favorite movies ever. All yeah, right. doing another one. I have some hope for that because it's the original cast is back. Yeah. And that makes a big difference. The yeah. second one was not even a movie. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, so... Top ten list. Now I had made, I had alluded to this being a very meta top ten list, and do you want to know why it's very meta? Why is it very meta? Because our top ten th list this week is going to be uh, a prospective title of our video project that we're creating to hopefully be on local TV down here. Oh, okay. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty meta, man. Yeah. So these are, for those of you who don't what is, know, what does meta mean? Means like introspective beyond the point oh, of like okay. introspective. Oh, okay. All right, thanks. You're like... Oh, I, I really, I didn't know. Oh, okay, yeah, that's what it means. It means like you're kind of self-aware. Oh, oh, oh thing, I, you know, I got right. you, I got you. I so got basically, you, yeah. um, for those of you who don't know, we are working on a video project. It's a, a creature feature of sorts um, that falls right into our wheelhouse. We have some very good character built. 
characters built. We have a very good theme. Now we have to find a title. I had a title, but it was very clunky. It didn't it didn't roll off your tongue like it was bad. So I said, hey, let's make our top ten list what we should name our show. So without any further ado, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown, what have, what have you come up with? I, I know you struggled. You said you didn't have ten, I don't but even that's have, okay. I don't even have five. Oh, that's going to hurt. I don't even have five. It's just like it's it's. I still, I'm still kind of like grasping uh-huh. with the the show's concept. I'm grasping whether or not to fight, to work within the show's concept or just to wing it and just call it something else. You know. What yeah. I mean? So, so you don't like you don't like this concept of it? Or? No, I do like the concept. I'm just what I'm trying to say is that I'm struggling whether or not the title of the show should have something to do with the show's concept or should it be just something just catchy. Awesome. That, yeah. See, that, and 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 that yeah, I did as well. Um, that's why some of mine are very, uh, almost like they're just the, our names or like us. Who who who's on screen and then then something witty, you know. So okay, what did you what did you get? What do you have? Okay, uh, let's see. I put Time Warp Theater. Okay, uh, good. The Post Apocalypse Show. That's funny. The Mondo Apocalypso Show. Now, what does Mondo? What does Mondo mean? What is, like Mondo, Mondo. The meaning of Mondo was back in the '60s. There was these movies called Mondo Connie and Mondo Bala. Mm-hmm. Mondo means world, and it's like all the strangenesses of the world. Okay. Or whatever. So that's what I thought. I, I mean, I've I've heard that. But it's, be, but it's become kind of taken for like you know weirdness. Oh, cool. All right, that's a good one. Then that has a strong possibility. Uh, what was the other one that I had? Tales from Beyond Theater, and uh, one that we're not going to be using. Uh, I don't know what this has to do with anything, but nocturnal transmissions. <laughs> nice. Now, what well, you sent me one that I had, I liked a lot. I can't remember what. We're it was. the future. Oh, WTF! Yeah. WTF! We're the future was funny. That's funny on a lot of levels. That's yeah, a, that's a yeah. strong contender. Especially the uh, yeah the acronym. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I didn't write that one down. I sent it to you. And well, yeah. What else did you see? Let's see. Time Warp Theater, Post Apocalypse Show, Mondo. Yeah. Okay. Time Travel Theater. And then the We're future. the Future. That's, that's I didn't right. write that on paper. That's good. All right. So mine here's the ones I came up with. Uh, Doctor and Mal or Doctor and Clown save the world, but then I also shortened to say Doc and Clown save the world. Okay. Um, those are our characters, uh, Doctor Morbius, uh, obviously, and I play a twelve, ang- twelve step, the world's angriest clown, uh, who's also a biker. So I thought Doc and Clown save the world sounds kind of funny and interesting enough that people might stop. It could be even Doc and Clown destroy the world. Oh, good. All right. Uh, the Fallout Shelter with Doc and Clown. That's not bad. Somewhere in time. There's a movie uh, with that name. Oh, well then, probably not. It's a good uh, movie, too. <laughs> From the Rubble. Okay. Um, circling the Drain. <laughs> that one's just, I threw that in there. Uh, then, very simple, The Doc and Clown Show, or The Doctor and Clown Show. Or it could be The Clown and Doctor Show. I don't care which, I, I don't have an ego about anything. Um, this one, uh, Send Help, I thought was funny, because that's kind of one of the core concepts. So I thought send help might be fun. Incense around? Nah, I don't know. I just like I said. I I just like usually with this kind of stuff, I'll just keep writing and writing and writing and writing. And then some of the low hanging fruit that you just lip, you say that's no good, that's no good, that's good. But if you just keep writing and keep writing and keep writing, eventually you're gonna go like ah, that one stands out and this one stands out. You know, um, throw the switch. I kind of thought of all the old horror movies uh-huh, having yeah. that cool big switch. And I have to build a Jacob's ladder. I'm gonna I'm gonna build one of those. I've found, I found plans online how to build them, so I want to build a big one. Wow. Have that going in the background. That'd be great. Um, we're all dead. <laughs> uh, water and bullets. SOS. SOS is kind of a very simple one. I don't know. Uh, the slowest robot. And are you getting this? I mean, we we I mean, technically, we could just call it the slow robot video or, or the, slow robot, slow robot theater. Slow Robot Theater. I mean, just in just just the brand, the branding name. it. But I don't know. I think uh, that's an easy the easy way. Out, I think yeah. what we'll do is we'll probably like we'll we'll take or our slow list. Slow Robot a video. I don't huh, know. No, we'll probably just take our list and like we'll we'll kind of discuss them off air or send one. Yeah, yeah or people, send us one. Uh, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll boil it down to like two or three, and then we'll just say well, let's go with this one, and that's it. You know, we'll move fast. It's, on uh, it. it's obvious it's going to be a post-apocalyptic show so yes yeah the concept is very good and once once we have once i'm done editing down the first uh, two episodes episode or two 
then um, we'll let you know where to find it. It's going to be, uh, hopefully, we're going to pitch it to some local TV stations, and it's going to be on YouTube. Now we'll just we can we'll create our own Roku TV stations. Just people coming up with t- Roku box TV stations all the time. Well, we're we're we there, man. I'll do it. I don't care. Yeah, all right. And and if, and if anybody's out there wants to give us a name, send it to the Facebook page. Yeah, go ahead. Which you can find Slow Robot Go Go on Facebook, everywhere. Or send it to Z-E-N-B-O-N-E at Hotmail.com. Okay. Yep. So there you go. That's our list for this week. Uh, we shall see. We're going to drop in a trailer. And then when we come back, we're going to be the Hot Rodness Daddios this side oh, of Tucson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Analysis Films, the distributors of the controversial box office hit Caligula, now bring you a new challenge. Maniac. No horror that ever froze your blood. No terror that ever pinned you sweating to your seat can prepare you for. Maniac. If you think you've seen it all, you haven't seen anything until you've met the challenge of Maniac. No one under 17 admitted. What awaits you? In the house of seven corpses is more than a fear you can't explain, a fate you can't prevent, a death you can't escape. The house of seven corpses holds a deadly secret. You must see it to believe it. There are eight graves, seven bodies. One killer, and he's already dead. International Amusement Corporation presents The House of Seven Corpses. Rated PG, parental guidance suggested. Death waits in the House of Seven Corpses. I have negotiated my butt off, Giorgio. I've tried bribes, I've tried gifts, I even sent him some pet oxen. I mean, they love that crap in Malaysia, but he won't budge. All right, and we're back. So, well, yes. kind of. Yeah, well, kind of. We're, we're getting there. All right, so uh, this week we, we picked a Hot Rod movie this week. Mm-hmm. It was Hot Rod Gang. Yeah, Hot Rod Gang. Very interesting choice <laughs> I'll, I'll put it that way now i love these that genre of movies the old hot rod movies um from the 50s you know there's even one with like mel torme uh <laughs> yeah. like there's there's some very odd ones out there they were really kind of throwing everything at the wall like they would just get a couple of hot rods and then just try and find a few bombs. fast and the furious was a 50s movie. yeah yeah that was the that was with uh who was in that? That was uh, John Ireland was in that. I don't remember who the teenagers were, but John Ireland. I think uh, Nicholson was in that. He's in one of those, but I don't think he's in Fast and the Furious. He's in another one. I uh-huh. think it. I have it somewhere. It was retitled Velocity, but it has another name, and I can't think of it right mm. now. But I have seen it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a think. I think that's a better movie, actually. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of better movies. This one is is very strange. The whole the whole core concept of it is odd. It's like, like a comedy. It is like there's But it's a, not really a comedy. Yeah, there's like the race cars and that's a big part of it. The um there's a lot of 32 Fords, 27 Fords they're cool. like they're very cool. That's the kind of car I'm saving up for. Um 1932 Ford like the roadster like that, the high boy. John and, Ashley from the Beach Party movies and the yeah. Mad Doctor Blood Island. He's he's you know, he's doing his best. He's doing his <laughs> he's doing his rock singer thing which he did for a while in the 50s. Yeah, he, I heard he had records. Yeah, the, you can hear some of them on YouTube. Yeah, he did put out records. You got Gene Vincent, you know, Bebop Alula, yeah. classic rock and roll guy there um nice yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of things that are good about this movie yeah there are some but then there's some parts where you're like what like this guy who's this the head rock the head leader of this rock of this um um hot rod gang is leading a double life because he's also he goes and pretends to be a stuffy guy with a well he doesn't pretend he is he's like he's like um an heir to he's like an heir to something but it's like now that he's like 20 or 19 or 18, now he's like in date women now. And meanwhile, his double life is like a hot rod gang leader and a rock and roller it's, and the whole. But it's very odd. Like it and, is and, odd. and and it's, it's this and he likes he's in this place and like at one point 
they they're like courting a woman or something like that. Like this weird thing where yeah, he, that's the woman that he they they figure that now it's time he can court. According yeah. to his grandfather, he has to turn eighteen to court. And I think then he gets his inheritance or something like that. Yeah, but then like so there there's a potential suitor like coming over to play violin or something. Yeah. No, no, viol- it wasn't violin. It was like a harp. Harp. No, no, the lady played the harp. The girl, right. the girl. He played, played the violin. He played the violin, and the then grandma the, played a harp, and the girl played what is an that? oboe or, or something. an oboe? Yeah. yeah. But it's just like, what the hell am I watching here? Like, I didn't it even was think totally that. Totally odd. I didn't think that stuff even existed in America. Like, like yeah. the, the, like the, I'm gonna bring my daughter over to see if you can, <laughs> if I can marry her off. Like, I'm like, what, are you gonna trade a cow for the for the for the wedding dowry uh, or something? It was just, I, I guess it was happening in the fifties. I don't know. I did never heard that part of the fifties. I thought it was all like the Fonz, like well, now you have, yeah. now you have. So, and they also I didn't know they showed them racing, and they were doing some bumping. They were yeah. like they were hitting cur- tires against each other and hitting uh. curbs, and it was very strange. Then the, the bad guy of the group. Um, showed up and he was wearing this very strange like bellhop cap or something. <laughs> the fashions were odd. He looked like he was going to be out on a yacht or something. And I'm like, this is the bad guy, and he was being a jerk. And there, this thing like hurt my head on a couple places where you're watching it. And you're like, what am I watching here? American International Pictures made a lot of goofy movies, and they knew they were making a goofy movie, but they would make a nice poster. They'd have like a teen idol wannabe guy or starting up guy. They'd have a few rock and roll songs. Get a rock guy if they can, and then just promote the hell out of it and hope that and they made money kids doing go it. Because huh? kids were going to the drive-ins back then a lot, so this yeah. is like uh, your classic drive-in movie, but not yeah. really. Yeah, I mean, and it wasn't. This wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. No, no, it's not I'm not trashing movie. it because I do like these kind of movies. They're funny and weird, and oftentimes. They are very tongue-in-cheek where they don't take themselves so seriously, you no, know. No, it's not bad. Um, it's just not what I expected. But this one was was a, a little to the odd side of it, though. Uh-huh. Like, the whole theory was this gearhead who worked on cars in the gang was trying to raise money to... They're trying to save their hang, hang, hangout, that pops... Well, no, no. Well, they weren't doing that. They were trying to save money to build a prototype car... Hot, a prototype hot rod to enter in some kind of competition. But they're also trying to save and their hangout. Yeah, because the the landlord comes up, and he's like, "You owe three months rent, so get out!" Like he's kicking them out. Yeah. And then they're like, "Look, we'll play fifty shows, and then we'll have enough money for the car." It's and a then, real convoluted storyline for a, for a seventy minute movie. I know there was so much going on. The very first thing is like they're drag racing. We'll try and get to the point here a little bit. Uh, they're drag racing the very first thing, and you know, and that's where you see the really cool cars. There's these really cool uh, 32 Ford Roadsters, and they're racing, and it's kind of a friendly race. And then the bad guy shows up, and he's a dick. And then, the, then it becomes like a serious race, and they almost run over uh, an old guy with his with a girl. Yeah. And the girl, this is that this is the potential suitor later in the movie. And the cops show up, and they're like, oh, you can ID him, right? And they're like, she's like, no, I don't think I can. And he's like, well, I know where these punks hang out, and we'll go see if you can find who almost hit your car. Which I was like, I don't even think that's a... <laughs> I don't even think, like, a cop would even care. He'd be like, did anyone get hurt? No. Well, then go home. Get out of here. Like, nobody's going to say, I'm going to go to a hangout to see if we can finger a guy that was driving fast, maybe? That doesn't hold up in any court that yeah, I know of, you know? strange. So... But anyway, they go in, and she sees him right away, But then, or she sees the car, but she's like, I couldn't tell. She's being very coy, because she goes, oh, yes, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah. she, either she was a very bad actress, or she was, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, acting. Acting. And then and then they they have him hidden in a closet with a broom on his head, or a mop, I mean. And it was... Uh, yeah, I, I mean, the, the attempts at humor are not happening, but... You kind of smile though because it's yeah. it, 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 it's from that era. And so. was, the the girl singer was a bombshell. She was that, oh yeah, that blondie. She was pretty hot. I don't know who she was, but yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. was funny. And then and then, and then right after the cops leave, then the then the that's when the the landlord comes in and he's like, oh, you kids owe me money and I'm gonna kick you out if you don't give me money. And he's like, and they're like, you owe okay. like four months rent or something. Yeah, and just not paying rent anymore. Which kids might do, I guess. I yeah, know. yeah. I'm, I'm surprised that the kids actually had this hangout because it looked like a, 
it looked like a malt shop and it had a stage in the whole nine That's what yards. I thought so it was. was. Like, How do you get one of those? Yeah. You know? <laughs> they were like, ah, well, there's no hangout, so we'll just buy one, I guess. I don't know. It was yeah, that was strange. their club, I guess. You know, that wasn't wasn't there like is that where the uh, motor? That's where the cars were too. Yeah, yeah. So they had like their own little car club and stage and you know, pretty damn good for these like you know teenagers. Yeah, really. You know, okay, so good for them. And then uh, then he's like, look, you got a cover for me tonight. So I'm going to go home and pretend I'm stuffy and then then I'm going to duck out and you're going to go in there and pretend to practice violin as yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So, and this is where the, like, the two, this is where he puts on his airs, as it were, and he goes and is like, oh, yes, hi, my friend. <laughs> and he's that, like that kind of guy, like a, yeah, like some super, like a super rich guy, like yeah, like some preppy guy or super rich preppy guy. Yeah, and then he goes home and he plays a little concerto violin thing, which he sucks <laughs> at. And the two ants, this is the humor. And the two ants are playing their harps. Oh, that ner- the no, the, the the humor was remember the oh, the, the, the crass maid, the maid who's like Benson or something like that, making oh, all those but crass. she's yeah, she's like she's making the most deadpan horrible yeah, jokes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're just like. Uh, she was literally like winking at the camera. I I made some gravy. I used the old dishwater. Wink, ma ma. <laughs> like and you're like what? Like she's like looking right at the camera, and, and you're like, are, did that happen? Like did, did I just see that right? And, you know, it, it, they weren't hitting though. The jokes were not. Uh, no, they were trying though. They were trying. You know. So then she he ducks out, but then the girl comes around the side. And she's like, oh, I'm gonna go for a walk for some air. And then she nabs him climbing out of the window. And she's like, I knew that was you. You know, you're living a double life. And he's like, well, now you're in deep with me, so let's go. And then they drive off. And I don't know. Then then they're just like, then the guy's like, the bad guy shows up. He's like, I can make money that you need. Yeah. <laughs> I'm evil. I'm going to go rob a place. And and you you don't have any guts to do it. And yeah. And then, and then they try to make him into a rock star because they're going to lose the their thing so they see she goes well i know gene vincent so let's go see gene vincent Vincent was the singer he was a rock and roll guy bebopalula from the from the 50s and he was like one of the he was one of elvis's main rivals or whatever he's a very well-known well-respected rock and roll singer but then they show him singing which is pretty cool with his band which is kind of strange because he's singing and there's and the harmonizing are two guys and they're just it was just a strange setup there for like uh But three. that was they were pretending to be some kind of like bandstand rock and roll. Yeah, show, yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. So they basically said, Well, to the guy, Hey, you're a good singer and maybe you can make some money to save your shop by playing at uh this whatever it was. It was an audition or Yeah, audition for the the, the, the bandstand show or Yeah, and the guy says, Well, I, I don't wanna show my face because then I'll like in trouble with my family. I'll lose my inheritance. And she decides to put a wig on him and call him like Clarence Derry Ripple or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that was it, so was some, it was some stupid name. Like, and he had this weird beard, like a weird fake beard. So he's like singing his Bebopalula song, or <laughs> but he looked or like Annie somebody's Laurie. Uncle or Annie something. Laurie, it was called, because he sings it like four times. Oh, that's right, yeah. Annie Laurie, yeah, with his beard, and he's doing his like Elvis thing. And actually, John Ashley is pretty good. Yeah, he's a pretty good singer, and he's 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 trying his best to be funny within within the parameters of what he's given. So and it he's wasn't bad. Job. No, it wasn't bad. It was good, and the band was good, and the whole thing was good. Yeah. So he does his little song or whatever, and everybody likes it, and it starts to take off. And, and the girls are like running after him and stuff. Like they yeah. did that, where all the girls are like, "Wee!" And then he already Fuck. ditched the blonde at the beginning for the other girl already for Jodie Fair, that other girl that was in the that he met. You know, so the other one's getting like. And she had that real like. Um, Gidget look, yeah, like like you know what I mean. She had that, or not Gidget, but like um, in in all those beach movies, yeah, there's always yeah. like there's a blonde, and then there's like a less bombshellish like dark haired woman. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the one that's always like the the one that's uh, affection. You know, yeah, like yeah. somebody that like, that's the one that the hero goes after. And, and the thing about these know. women is, I don't know how old they were, but then sometimes in the fifties movies, the women looked older than they should have been. You know, they didn't look <laughs> like, like teenagers. <laughs> like you're a forty year old teenager, huh? Good I mean, for they you. They look good, but they didn't look like teenagers. It was yes. just like, okay, yeah, yeah, all right. You know, maybe people would just looked older back. It was a rougher time. You know, people just looked <laughs> older back then. I don't know, but I mean, they were fine in the movie. You know, yeah. So. And so she's she's like pushing this guy's career forward, kind of. She's like the brains behind the talent, you know. 
And then actually, his rival starts getting like, and he starts to like screw things up. You know, the guy, yeah, the he, bad guy, the like, bad guy, because he's getting kind of pissed off that he's, you know, he's like he getting notoriety or whatever. So he starts like sabotaging. He's, him. Yeah, he rats him out. He, he says, "Oh, you, this, you're doing this, you're doing this." Like, because originally when he came back home, didn't the ants think that he was like the ghost of his grandfather? Yeah, like crap. these ants are just nutty. There's these two, and then they're like, "Oh, we change names every week." This week I'm Agatha yeah. and you're Christy and yeah. and that's not true what their names were but I can't remember what they were. No. And then um and th- yeah they're kind of like almost like Scooby Dooish. They are. Like like where they're like oh let's go find the ghosts and they're hiding behind curtains and they're like oh you're the ghost of Grandpa and they, and then, and they got the they got the the portrait in the front <laughs> yeah, with the yeah you're just like what am I watching Scooby Doo here what the yeah, hell is what, going on what here this movie's called Hot Rod Gang I came to see like. Hot Rod Gang, not Scooby-Doo Mysteries starring, uh, yeah. you know, Aunt Agatha and whatever. They should have done that door, the, the hallway going in and out of doors yeah, gags. That's that would have been needed, yeah. <laughs> Yoinks! So, um, and then he pretends he is the grandfather, right? And yeah, because the other, guy, the other guy had, had ratted him out and said, right. called the ants up. He's sneaking back home, and the other guy, his rival, ratted him out saying something about it. So the ants were waiting for him. Hey, is this like, you know, is this so-and-so's, you know, Mr. old grandpa, whatever? And he's like, oh, yeah, it is. And they go, no, it's not. You're, you know, you're Jackson. Or yeah, you don't, you don't talk like that. He doesn't talk like that. So they, they find out, and basically he's like cops to it, and he tells them the story. And then... And they're cool with it. And they're cool with it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not, they don't, they're not going to disown him or anything like that. So Right. So then, then there's another subplot where, like... The cops are going after him because they're stealing hubcaps or they're stealing <laughs> car parts or whatever. <laughs> hubcaps. Like, I, I mean, that was a thing. I think that really was a thing. That but is yeah. a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the cops, and so then the, then the other jerks, after that plan doesn't work, then they tell the cops, hey, this guy's got a bunch of, like, hubcaps or he's the one that's been stealing all the parts off the cars. So when he goes with his girlfriend to sing... And it gets out. The cops are waiting for him to bust him in the hole. And they night. put and he put stuff in the trunk. He framed him. <laughs> they framed him. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so they're going out of their way just to bust his. So the bad know. guy is a real jerk. And even though he 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 never seemed ominous or bad to me. Like he, he seemed like a, an ass. He wasn't like that level of like sometimes when the bad guy comes into like a biker movie or a, or the or a hot rod movie, it's very apparent that they're over the top like evil. Yeah, this guy like was Bruce just, Dern or something. Yeah, this like guy that. was just a jerk. It was you know? just some punk jerk. Yeah, he was just he, and he. So he he wasn't like he was like oh I'm very you know you should be scared of him or whatever. There was even a fight scene. There was a couple of fights. Yeah, yeah, and 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 the 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 good guy won. You know. The, yeah. It was um. It, and like like I, I it's hard for me to even keep this in order. Like this seems like one of those movies that was just filmed and then kind of edited together. Like yeah. they they had ideas. It wasn't bad, like like it does follow a story arc, but very, like you said, there's so many plot plots gets, involved. It, 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 I'm and, confused already. You yeah, because it's just very like. All so over he's the in place. jail, but then he gets out of jail. Yeah, right? he bails himself out. He or bails he's out himself the next out. Day. But the, how do they? How do they? Then oh, because then they have the other guy can. Don't they can he confesses? Yeah, but yeah. like, the, and then the cop was sitting there like, oh, he goaded him into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like because they were like gonna fight, and then the guy was like, oh, the cop was standing behind him when he was saying all yeah, this yeah. crap. Yeah, yeah. He said something. He said he he spilled the beans, and the cop was out there or whatever. So then he kind of like narked himself out or whatever, right. being the baddy, bad jerky rat fink guy that he yeah. was. So then, and that, but then at the end, they just they raised the money so the guy could build the hot rod. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then then the cop gives him like a seventeen hundred dollar ticket for something that he did for. There's like a chase scene. Remember that the the, the bad guy tries to get out, tries to he's running, and like the last ten minutes of the movie for five of them, mm. there's like a chase scene where the cops chase the bad guy, and John Ashley chases him in the roaster. So that's part of the hot rod, and you know you get a little hot rodding at the beginning and at the end, and then they chase themselves to the cliff to like some cliff and then they start fighting and finally he just knocks them out and, yeah and then, and then that's it then the cop goes it. oh here's a ticket for all those yeah red lights you went through yeah, and, the end. and it was 700 or 1700 and at the end it ends with the, the portrait looking at you winking like wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah yeah okay see i knew when i looked at like when we were doing this show i looked at the time it was we were right 70 you, minutes yeah no you no i mean on the, our show 
usually like we we get to our featured movie at halfway mark and that's where we came in at this one and i was like i don't think we can carry 30 minutes <laughs> with this movie <laughs> and guess what we didn't we carried 15 minutes with this movie and we have run out of shit to say no we so, haven't no i have stuff to say good cuz i don't have anything else to say this this is a great genre a fun genre and the 50s were very cool with hot rods like yeah that was the time that was like the 50s was when the teenager became like a commodity and a bit AIP, more empowered yeah like yeah. like well, they had money they had, they had money yeah before they didn't have any money now all of a sudden this was a viable demographic to go after so they they were created as a demographic yeah. you know before mm-hmm. it was just like hey kid just go out and play now it was like they made movies about them so they could go see them they had drive-in so they could go out and do like Taught them you know, how to do debauchery. Taught the them debauchery. How, you know, they had the beach movies, the hot rod the movies, 60s, yeah. the, the biker movies. Those were all kind of geared for kids or for oh, teens. They were all I mean, to- it was all geared for teens. I mean, you still. I mean, I, you know, you still have the teen movies today. I mean, that's just become like a, a, a demographic for all you know for all time or whatever you know. But back then in the fifties, that w- that was when it was like at its peak, and these movies kind of like you know. I was a teenage Frankenstein. I was a teenage Dracula. Mm-hmm. You know, teenage uh, werewolf. Yeah, uh, and they just built teenage the whole thing zombie. Up. Right, right, right. Yeah, so it was kind of like, you know, it 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 it, it was a genre that was made for the times, but it kind of died out pretty quickly. I mean, they were still making hot rod movies. Like I said, that we were talking about that one called Hot Rods to Hell or whatever, which was from the early '60s, where mm-hmm. like a family gets terrorized by these dopey they're pretty dopey um hot riders and then yeah. like they're well, like and the ghost of the ghost of the drag, drag strip, strip hollow yeah. the ghost of drag that's strip. another one that's of those, one yeah. that that uh the starlet from this one was in and i wanted to Jody see that Fair, one yeah, yeah. Um, i think she's playing the same character she has the same <laughs> she has the same name and i can't think of it what it is right now but she has the same name in that movie hmm. yeah so it's kind of like you know the aip did their best you know you know there was also the motorcycle movies with the wild one, that kind of started it, you know. Boy, with that, the, yeah, that with the Marlon Brando thing, and then you had James Dean with the Rebel Without a Cause and all that kind of stuff. See, I watched his movies. I don't get it. I don't. He died young. I well, that's. I don't see him. I don't see him as being like this great actor. I don't understand the appeal, and I I miss it sometimes. And I'm not saying I'm not berating the guy, but he has this huge cult following, and I think his cult following was only because he died. Like I don't, I don't see his works as being like, oh my god, you got to see Giant, you have to see Rebel. Well, Rebel without a cause, okay, but he was just like some angsty guy. Or well, whatever, it kind of set, it kind of set the trend for like you know behavior patterns, Anti, and, and the antihero, or yeah, the antihero and stuff like that. It also said it, it also kind of. Well, well, let me put it to you this way: What about somebody like Marilyn Monroe? Do you get her? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I understand. Like, she was just basically, even towards the end, no, but for the most part, she was kind of just like a lighthearted bombshell. actress, bombshell actress. You know, I mean, she was one of the, she was one of the first bomb blonde bombshells. But you mm-hmm. know, she was another one. She, you know, you die young. She's more famous because of her death, or because she died young. And the dean had such a small body of work. Body of work. Three movies or something like that. Yeah, right? and one of them was posthumous. But he had TV work too. You know, but he was he was also one of those method actor guys, you know. That he was did, probably like Steve McQueen or... Like, he's that level yeah. of cool where he was like... People that got him really loved him, you know. But he's an archetype. I mean, look at that. There's there, there's there's actors now, people like Brad Pitt that basically owned their career to being like a... Uh, modern you know, day. Like a modern day, you know, a James Dean type or whatever. Mm-hmm, James Franco, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the troubled youth or whatever. That's, yeah. a, that's like... That has an enormous appeal to women and you know a lot of kids i mean it was it was was almost like kids saw that and go yeah you know i can relate to that you know people don't take me seriously you know i got i got like i got problems too you know (laughs) and the parents are like yeah you know what your problem is you don't have enough allowance i shut up and go to your room exactly i'm like you 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 don't tell me about your problems i'm going to work every day and i have taxes and bills and shit weighing me down so in an adult world Kids don't have problems. They do. They I do. Mean, but uh, teenagers yeah. start to, you know, the teenager thing with the with the you're, you're growing up and you have like urges and you know all that kind of all crap. kinds of stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, like a teenage werewolf is a perfect example of oh, like God. you know like I've seen that so many times because of MST and it's just Michael London is just 
He's just out. He's, he's like crazy. Like, he's like throwing milk against the wall and he's like losing it. And it just, it's hard to take that one seriously. Yeah. It's so it, funny. Like, you know, Michael Landon, you know what I mean? Like, as. Yeah, little Joe from Bonanza yeah. or a little house on the prairie or whatever. Little house on the prairie. And he was like, oh, what was that? My angel or some shit? Like. Yeah, angel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that where he was like an angel, you know? Yeah, exactly. And you're like, yeah. like oh, man. And, you, and, you, he, and he was like an advocate for being like a gentle hearted person. Not in that movie. Yeah, that was his one and only t- attempt at being, like, angsty and mean, you know. But that was, was the only one of those movies that he ever did, because they did another one called uh, How to Make a Monster, which had the teenage werewolf in it, and it was another guy playing him. So Michael Andon just did that, and I guess that catapulted <laughs> him to... Uh, I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what the time frame between that and Bonanza was, but it was only like a few years. Mm. I mean, Teenage Werewolf I think is fifty six or something, and Bonanza was like sixty. So by that time, he changed his whole uh, you know career completely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. He really, yeah. Did, he really didn't have a. He didn't really have long to be a teenage idol. You know, he didn't sing or anything no. like that. Whereas Ashley was actually trying. To be a teenage idol, and, yeah. And by and by the time the the beach party movies came along in the sixties, he was like a thirty year old playing a teenager. So that yeah. was kind of like uh, you know, I um I tried I uh, I'm in the process of attempting to to contact two of the guys from the Dell Airs. Oh yeah, okay. are down here. They they live down here and they perform still. So I wrote I actually wrote them a letter and said like I got his his address and I was like um, I wrote him a letter. Hopefully it doesn't get returned, saying about our projects and saying we'd love to have an interview with you and stuff yeah, like that because yeah. those are the guys from horror horror at beach no horror at beach party or party horror party beach horror par- party party beach. at horror at party beach they're that, the guys who played they were the guys who played the del airs yeah, and i was like yeah. that would be great because yeah, that's such a goofball movie and yeah that, and, there you go that's another one of those two the mm-hmm. whacked out teenager thing or yeah. whatever that was like a whole a whole genre in the 50s, and man, they must have made a lot of money off it because there was a whole s load of those movies. Yeah, and the boy, and that, and that's where you really, when you watch these old movies, our perceptions of like a rough guy or bad guys and stuff has changed so dramatically. Like, yeah, some of the time, sometimes like the people that were portrayed on the film are nothing like what how they're portrayed now. Like, oh yeah, you know, like yeah. the tough guy is this little scrawny 130 pounder. We're now the tough guy looks like the undertaker or he looks like some gigantic dude with muscles and tattoos and a and a gun or a knife you know and, and you're like, I well. still see the strange of these movies though and stuff like you know in some of the teenage shows or whatever uh-huh, you know uh-huh. like there, what was that show there was a show that I watched was watching for a while and I can't think the title of but it was like about some girl growing up in the 70s and she was she was hanging out with a, a bad crowd you know and uh the 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 baddie the, the the jerky guys and it just reminded me of like fifties guys or whatever. There so was a great. James there was a James Dean looking dude. There was a big heavy you know W. There's a pretty famous show that only lasted for a couple of seasons. I can't think of the title, but we'll put it on the Facebook page. <laughs> and it was just like, oh man, this is just straight out of like you know yeah. Rebel Without a Cause or some fifties movie <laughs> nice. or whatever. It's it's a good. It's a good genre. This movie it wasn't be, wouldn't be the one that I would recommend you to watch. Yeah, I know, and that's what like halfway through the movie, I was like, why did I pick this one? Yeah. There were so many good ones, or different ones, different, or you know, or famous for something. Hell, even that one that has Mel Torme in it. Yeah, which, yeah Why yeah. would you have Mel Torme featured in anything? Is beyond me. I mean, the Fast and the Furious would be a good one. The yeah, original one, and, and that's what struck me. I was like, oh, I made a mistake. You know, picking this one instead of a a better one. You I know. think even Ghost and Drag Strip Hollow, but this was a this was an interesting movie historically for appearances by Gene Vincent and and yeah. people like that. I mean, mm-hmm. the only the only actor besides him of note. I mean, Jodie Fair, the girl, the the dark hair, the brunette, did a few movies, but she was out of the business by the mid sixties. It's like three movies or four movies. Yeah, she did some television, but she was gone after that. She married, and, and that yeah. was it. And then the main guy. Not not the not one John of Ashley. one of the guys actually is like a a PA, uh, uh, or he works in TV now to this day. He's like okay. he does behind the scenes stuff. Like he immediately went from this stuff to the production side of it, you know. Yeah. And he's just been in it ever since, and he's been doing it to this day. He's on. He's still credited for you know TV shows and crap like that. So he he likes the business. He just doesn't like to front it. He likes the back end of the business, you know. Yeah, which is probably like. Better. That's stressful. Oh, yeah. And just, it's, you know. Yeah. You get I up mean, every day and you have a job and you I just mean, go do your job. I mean, John Ashley went from these movies 
to the 60s, the beach party movies. And then by the end of the 60s, when he got a little too old and that whole genre died, he went to the Philippines and did exploitation movies. And those are classics, too. Mad you, Doctor of Blood that's Island. That's the guy you talked about. I Rise remember, of Blood. I forgot I Beast forgot that blood. guy, but yeah, that, I remember that. He did about seven or eight of them there. And he made a career out of like filming horror movies in the Philippines. He made a lot of money over there because that was kind of like an untapped market where you could do like a lot of things and since there was no uh, they were also you know Corman these guys were looking for parts of the world where they could film and there would be no unions and it would be cheap nothing and it was, no, nothing. But it was also dangerous but you know you just take it you take the good with the bad or whatever you know because by that time the Screen Actors Guild and all those guys were really cutting into their profits or whatever yeah so they go to another country where they give them like tax breaks and no unions and all that, and they make the movie for nothing. I mean, you're supposed to have permits and everything to film. Yeah, right? and and these movies were set up already, whereas they went they went and made the movie over there, but there was already like working with drive-ins around the country to 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 show the movie. So they went over there, they made it for nothing. They already had money to be made, and then when like the movie does good. Then uh, the drive-in owners, or, or some of them, actually became producers, and actually asked for another one of these movies. So I actually went back and did Mad Doctor of Blood Island, and hmm. you know, and, and and because there was that's how they worked back then. You know, you you just went to area to area and you sold your movie, and since like you know they were cheap to make, anybody could you know anybody with a few bucks that had like a little business or whatever could actually make a movie and probably make some good money. And now these things are like constantly and. They're DVD, Blu-ray, VC, VHS, you know, yeah. the whole nine yards. They don't go away. They're the classic exploitation movies and that people remember. And classic B movies that we that we are yeah popularizing. The imagery as I is amazing. You know, you know, know some of them are very good. Some of them are fun. Like they're great movies. That's what they mostly are. They're fun. They're they're not well made, but they're fun. They're gory. They're cheap. They're sleazy. They're like well, what was that know? one that we watched? I think you had put shows it where where they like they it ended on the on like the the mesa of a hill of a a cliff like where they were fighting uh, like uh. The, like the guy was being held up in the in the shot there like, there was these oh my god what the hell was it it was like three shows back or four my shows. memory is shot today i dude. know my god my memory is gone completely just forget today. it but it but it was like that it was very cheaply made and then like the cops <laughs> it was that guy Steckler. Uh, oh, the Thrill Killers. Yeah, Thrill Killers. That's the one. I'm, my God. Oh, that was no, no. Like that, that movie was, was made for twenty five dollars. <laughs> I think the I think he says somewhere in there you made it for twenty five dollars on a bet. Okay, that's how that movie was made. That's awesome. See, so, like can, now because I watched a documentary about a Gonzo filmmaker, like where they they just run in film, you know, and it's very cheaply made. It's usually Skinamax, like yeah, like yeah, that yeah. like soft core stuff. Yeah. Where, yeah. Where, is the deal like they don't get if they don't get caught they get away with it like because not having permits like you and I could as long go as the cops don't bust you you can you, get away with if you it. get if it's on once you're done and you yeah. pack up and you don't get popped you're okay yeah. oh yeah okay yeah. I wasn't sure if they could retro like hey that was shot right here and I don't remember seeing any permits I, I don't, maybe when we check that if like, you if you get away with it you're good man nice as, long, right. as long as the popos something to keep in mind as long as the popos <laughs> don't get a hold of you you're alright nice okay well is that all we have for today or do we I have more I think so man now I got nothing man alright um, well Hot Rock Gang so what, so what do you give it I uh, just just for John Ash I'll give it a 6 that's right where I'm at I was going to say a 5 but a 5 is pretty harsh that's pretty hard for it's, these It's watchable. It's funny. It's not on funny. Netflix. It was a hard-to-find movie for a while, but Netflix got a hold of it, so... Yes, the uh, the churn of Netflix instant streaming. Oh, God, and they've lost so many movies. They they bite the big one these I days. I know. I, I hope they don't fail, but they might. We're, 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 we're going to have to go through there and start like nabbing some of the movies they got because <laughs> they're going to go at some point, man. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I, think they're, I get a feeling that Netflix wants to become a major... A television station and they just I think in the future what they want to do is just to do original programming so people will have oh, another no. alternative that's the kiss of death I, you know maybe to keep some movies on the side but it seems like they're that one one show that they have House of Cards or whatever that's doing real good the oh, that's Kevin theirs? Spacey they have show. like yeah. some show yeah they have a show they produce Netflix House does of Cords. yeah Oh, I'm out of touch, and, man. And people are doing, like, specials for them, too, like, right now. Like, comedians are doing specials uh, that are going straight to Netflix. So I think they have the, they have uh, uh, ambitions of becoming, like, uh, a, a network that you so buy then, then we're for, gonna, like, $8 a month. You know, like, like 
for like everybody like we've talked about how cable always want people wanted a menu but they never gave it to them like you know maybe Netflix is thinking that in the future maybe people will just have their local channels and then they'll have their menu of mm-hmm. they can have Netflix or they can have Amazon Prime or they can have yeah, the whatever. Warner Brothers channel or whatever maybe yeah. w- maybe our show will be on Netflix uh, yeah I think it will I think I'm gonna pitch it I love you Netflix <laughs> we love you I think I'm gonna pitch our show on Netflix that's um, for sure yeah. When I start production of our video project, our TV show, I'm sending it to everyone. I'll send it to Trump. I'll, I'll everyone in the world is going to get a copy of this until we get picked up somewhere. Yeah. I'll just put it that way. We have no shame. I'm going to use the shotgun blast effect and just we like have, we have no ego, we have no shame, <laughs> we have no money. Hopefully, we'll have a show. All right, that's it for this week. I'm Mal, Doctor Morbius, and we'll see you next week, same bat time, same, same bat, bat channel. channel.